All right. Hello and welcome just to family. This is giving you something to talk about or just a live TV as I like to call it. Today's episode is called Healthy Joy and Gratitude and we are going to have a blast on this episode. My guest speaker is Louise Pistoli. I hope I said that properly. Um, our sponsor for today is a Phoenix Identity. If you are feeling desperate to reconnect yourself, to create a life that you feel blessed to be living, absolutely give them a shout. They're offering you clarity sessions in the comments or in the description of this episode. So please go and check them out, like, follow, and share the show. And let's get started. Louise, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, I am Louise Pistol. I am located outside of Charlotte, North Carolina in the U.S. And I am an author. I wrote a book that was published last year, Discover Your Joy. And then I released another book this year, Experiencing Joy Through Gratitude. So we were going to talk about joy and gratitude today. Those are my favorite topics to talk about. I love joy and gratitude. And I, you know what? When we were doing the pre-screening interview, we, we discussed healthy joy and gratitude because there are um, forms of joy and gratitude that can be borderline toxic. And that is when you're getting into the toxic positivity. Um, and that would be where I come in and, and bring that about because um, toxic positivity does a lot more damage than, than anything. We are allowed to feel upset we are allowed to feel um down and we're allowed to be experience whatever it is that we're experiencing in the moment but finding healthy joy and gratitude is knowing how to take what we're experiencing finding the silver lining and finding the the positive in the negative because every negative has a positive Yes, absolutely. And, you know, we did talk earlier about the toxic positivity and, and that is a, a big topic there. But the one thing based on what you just said that I wanted to, to, to say is that you can feel joyful and grateful and still have those underlying issues such as depression. Um, from, from what I've read, you can't necessarily feel a negative and a positive emotion at the same time. And you may be grateful, but as soon as that moment passes that you're remembering something you're grateful for, a blessing in your life, you're back to that depression, anxiety. Um, it Joy and gratitude can go a long way to help and pull you out of that state, but it's not a cure-all by any means. And, and you know a lot about mental health and somebody that has those underlying issues, even though they may on the outside appear to be joyful and grateful, they really probably do need the help of a mental health professional. Absolutely. Whether that be a, a therapist, a psychologist, um, a counselor, or somebody like me who is a mental health and emotional health genius without the classifications of the PhD. Um, it is. We, you know, and, and that's where the toxic joy and gratitude comes in is when they're used to mask, right? We can be, so addiction, we, we've done a multitude of episodes on addiction. We've got another one coming up. 
Um, but when you talk about somebody who has an addiction or a mental health crisis or um, a diagnosis that really puts them into a frame of mind where they are looking for absolutely anything and everything to change the way that they feel, joy and gratitude can be used in the place of a drug, in the place of alcohol. And that's not healthy. Um, so when we talk about healthy joy and gratitude, it is understanding that those underlining issues or, or conditions or diagnoses that you're experiencing, those need to be dealt with separately. Those need to be dealt with. When you're finding healthy joy and gratitude, it's, you know, and let's say I'm sitting here right now, I'm stressed out, I'm, you know, hyperventilating or whatever it is that's going on right now, and I'm overwhelmed. I can sit here and I can go, you know what, I'm grateful that I have the ability to be overwhelmed, that I have a lot to do, that I'm not sitting here twiddling my thumbs. I can be grateful for that. And that kind of calms those emotions a little bit more, right? And using gratitude and joy, <coughs> excuse me, to calm those emotions. And then we're able, we're better able to process through them, right? And I think that that's what people miss when, when they talk about gratitude and joy is you still have to process. Yes. And someone like you who is obviously in a stable mental place, you can use that joy and gratitude to overcome feelings of overwhelm, stress, anxiety. Someone who is not in that stable place, they, they may not be able to do that. And what you said, it might even border on that toxic positivity if you come in and try to be you know all grateful when you know they're they're borderline something else you know but but somebody like yourself who is in a good place overall when you're having a bad day something's gone wrong I like to tell people to look for just a moment of joy Find one small thing, you know, somebody smiled at you or held the door open or you saw the sunrise or it rained and you really needed the rain. What, whatever it is, find one small thing that you can hold on to and remind yourself of. And that moment of joy can also help pull you back out of the everyday stress and anxiety mode. Absolutely. And, and you're right. And I love that you focus on that because it can be used, sorry, it's trying to combine two words. Um, it can be used, a useful tool. Um, gratitude and joy can be a useful tool to help bring you out of those moments. A lot of people who aren't in a very healthy um, mental or emotional state can get stuck in that place and using joy and gratitude to help you pull you out of it, right? And, and kind of level off your emotions, right? And I'm not saying we're always going to be, you know, emotional individuals. We are emotional human beings. And so when we're in a moment or, or a pattern where we're not kind of centered or, or on that line, right? There's that fine line of, you know, being centered and calm and able to just pass through everything that's going on in your life or everything that you're experiencing in your life, past, present, or future. Um, 
when we experience joy or gratitude or, or we look for gratitude in the moment or we find the joy in, you know, snuggling with a cat. You, you mentioned my cat earlier and that's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Right? If I'm having a bad day, one of my cats will generally come and snuggle with me. And it gives me a sense of joy, a sense of peace. And, you know, that, that can help bring you out of that momentary um, or momentarily bring you out of that feeling of being down or, or anxious or, or whatever it is that you're experiencing enough for you to say, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Why am I feeling this way? How can I get, you know, how can I change this feeling or how can I process and, and, you know, move past whatever it is that's keeping me in this feeling. Um, and that's why I love joy and gratitude. And that's, you know, people think that I'm not because gratitude is thrown out, thrown around a lot. And when it's, when it's thrown around a lot, like positivity, um, I tend to get my hackles up. <laughs> I'm like a, I'm like a cat that's going, what is this? <laughs> what, what are we talking about today? And it's not needed because it, they are very, very helpful to Yes, uh, absolutely. You know, but by the same token, it it is okay to not feel okay. Oh, absolutely. You know, the time the times that we don't feel okay, we also have to stop and acknowledge that and and feel the, those feelings. Um, it's the only way we can process the sadness and the grief, the fear that whatever is going on in our lives. We do need to process that. And a lot of times journaling is something that can kind of get somebody through that. And if you just start writing, you start writing, you kind of get it all out. And in the end, you do realize that you are blessed and that there are good things in your life to feel joyful about. Yep. So creating healthy joy and gratitude, how would we do that? So my, my first thing for people would be what Louise was just speaking about is acknowledging whatever it is that you're feeling. If you're feeling down, if you're feeling, if you're not okay, that's okay too. Just acknowledge, I have a embrace your positivity guide. And in that guide, it is number one, acknowledge how you're feeling. Um, whatever emotions, whatever feelings that you're experiencing are valid for a reason you need to acknowledge them. And then that gives you the process of being, or the ability to process them. Um, when you're processing them, writing them down, that's one great way to do it. And I love journaling is a great one. I have journals all over. Um, journal, find a friend that you can talk to, um, a counselor or somebody like me to talk to somebody who's going to listen without judgment, without, you know, having to give you an opinion or anything along those lines, um, you need to be able to express. And that's what journaling does. It gives you the ability to express those emotions, express the thoughts and beliefs that are, that are crowding in your head and creating the, the emotional turmoil. Yes, absolutely. And another one of my favorites is to get outside mm -hmm. and to get out in nature without your phone, you know, um, you know, you, you see so many people walking today with their phone right in front of their face. And 
and just let the phone be, take it if you need it for security, but don't be looking at your phone and, and just enjoy the grass and the trees and the squirrels and the water. And, and that does relax your mind and brings you back to a better place in your heart and in your soul. Yep. Um, kitten videos. I don't know how many, I, we are social media galore. There are kitten videos everywhere. If you like cats, watch kitten videos. If you like dogs, watch dog videos. If you like ferrets, watch ferret videos. Um, whatever, whatever it is that you need to do to, to bring yourself back to center. Um, yes, and even re every day trying to read something inspirational or whether it's a devotional, what, whatever it is that speaks to you but something that calms yourself and brings you to that place, to whatever your beliefs are, meditating, things like that, that just calm your insides, calm the chatter in our brains. Absolutely. So what is your favorite thing about joy and gratitude? Why, why is it such a passion for you? Well, I had been... I was divorced. I was working long, stressful hours in a career. And one Sunday morning, my minister talked about be joyful always. And for whatever reason, that spoke to me. And I just went off on this um, adventure of my own to study and research and to journal more about joy and happy things. And then once I retired from my um, main career, I put it all together and decided this is what I wanted to do was to write about it and to spread it to other women to inspire and encourage, particularly women. I mean, we're the ones that get so overwhelmed with, with everyday life and ju just to make an impact on other women through the joy that I have in my life. That's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. So what is your, what's your personal favorite way to experience joy? What, what do you, what do you do? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I just have so many things. Um, and, and reading, you know, when I get up in the morning, that is kind of my little routine. I am up early and before my husband. And so I will read and write in the mornings. And that starts me off on the right foot. That sets the tone for my day. But I also have a very dear friend and my sister. I, I talk to my sister every single day. And I have this good friend that I talk to every couple of days. And both of them are the encouraging spirits that I need. Um, I also believe in warm salt baths. And I think that relaxes the stress of the day and you know, helps, helps you to sleep. And good sleep is important too. When, when you don't sleep, you don't sleep, you don't eat, you're not drinking enough water. If you're not taking care of yourself, that will sap your joy easily too. Yeah. Self-care is definitely important for joy and gratitude. You have to be able to 
um, know what feeds your soul, what, what makes you happy, what, you know, calms you, you know, how they say music soothes the beast, right? It's kind of the same thing. You have to figure out what, what's soothing to you. I love that you have that as like a routine. I, <coughs> excuse me, I wake up in the morning, I get my girls ready for, for school, but probably the first half an hour and and it's oddly enough people say that you know social media and scrolling your phone isn't a great idea but I actually find that common in the morning I wake up um I don't like waking up I like sleeping in (laughs) so I get up and when I get up I watch on my phone for you know I mindlessly go on my phone for a good 20 minutes half an hour do whatever it is that I need to do um check emails, notifications, all of that. And then I get everybody ready for the day. And at the end of the day, I do the same thing. It's kind of like a quiet time for me. I read or I play games on on one of my devices. And that kind of calms me down. But there are other things. Reading, um, obviously hot tubs or really hot baths. I'm allergic to the heat, but go figure. I absolutely love scalding water. entertaining uh Ah. I I can only be in it for a for a handful of minutes so I I enjoy them um and then yeah snuggling up with my husband or my cats or you know watching a movie with my girls um having dinners with my family just different things right my son literally I don't know if he's left yet but he's here right now (laughs) eating my food he doesn't even live here anymore (laughs) And it, it makes me feel good though. And my husband complains. He's like, he's an adult in his own place now. And he comes here all the time and eats. And I'm like, and <laughs> I enjoy it. Um, because I like, I, I'm a feeder. I like feeding people. Well, and, and you were right though. Whatever it is that calms your own spirit and calms your mind and gives you that good feeling those are the things that will bring you the joy in your life. And I've always said that gratitude is one of the pathways to joy. You know, being grateful and expressing that gratitude on a regular basis, even if you just wake up in the morning and say thank you. You know, you don't have to make a big, long gratitude list every day and and spend a half hour at night writing it all down whatever it is there's lots of ways to express gratitude I mean you can just visualize something in your mind bring back a memory and those good memories bring back the gratitude of that moment So whatever it is, a simple form of gratitude will help you to be more joyful on a regular basis. It will help you build up that gratitude muscle, that shield to fight off the challenges of the day when they do come your way. Um. That reminded me of something I said to my husband yesterday. We were sitting in the garage and um, I'm a smoker. So we were sitting in the garage having a cigarette and um, I can't remember exactly what we were talking about or, or what created the conversation. But I said, what do people expect? Do they expect me to sit here and 
complain about everything that's gone on in my past or everything that I could be complaining about? Um, or do they want me? I was talking about past, present, and future, me mental health and past, present, and future. All right. Our past, we're constantly bringing all that baggage forward into the present um, from our past and, and rehashing it, you know, going over it all the time. Um, but then we're also bringing the past into the future, right? Because we're thinking, oh, I don't want that to happen again, or I, want, I don't want to do that again. And then we're always worried about our, our future, right? We have the fears of what's going to happen, right? So I could sit there and let's say we're sitting here right now and I could be thinking about my past going, you know, oh, this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. And, and looking at it, I could be thinking about my future and going, oh, I can't wait for this to happen. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm excited for this or I'm terrified for this or whatever it looks like for the future. Or I could be sitting in the moment going, this is a gift. Right now, right here is a gift. And finding gratitude in the fact that every moment you have is a gift. This moment will be gone. I'll never get it back. You're right. My past is done. My past is done. I can't change it. I can change how I feel about it, but I can't change that it happened. My future is unwritten. I don't know what it's going to, what's going to happen or where it's going to go. But my present right here and right now, this is the moment that truly matters because this is my gift. And yes. when people realize that, it does help find gratitude in that moment, to find joy in that moment, right? <laughs> there is a bird. We're going to talk about bird for a second. And that might, that might be what, is, what started it. There is a bird, I call him One Wing. I've named it, his name is One Wing. At the beginning of summer or the you know, end of spring, that bird broke his wing and it hangs down. And he couldn't fly, he would hop all over the place. And I, I named him One Wing, he's it's a crow. So obviously wild and I can't catch him. Um, and he just hops around the neighborhood and he hops and he hops and he hops around the neighborhood. And we are now in fall. We've already had uh, snow on a couple of days. Um, we don't have snow on the ground, but we've had snow. <coughs> He's still alive. One wing, busy city, and he is still wandering around and alive. And I'm like, he, he's living, he's thriving and surviving with one wing. See, when you see something like that and you think he's going on about his life, he's, he, he can't fly. He's only got one wing, but he's still obviously managing to get food and shelter and take care of himself. And something like that does make you realize how grateful we need to be for the things that we have in our life and maybe we don't have everything we want or maybe even sometimes things that we need but we're we need to be grateful for what we do have I will tell you one short little story about a girl that had written to me 
Um, she was homeless. She was financially broke. And she was happy on the days that she found food in a dumpster. And she continued to express gratitude for this food that she had found. And, and over time, people started bringing her food and one thing and another. And then the last I heard from her, she had found a place to rent and she was no longer homeless and she was no longer hungry. And she said, with no prodding from me whatsoever, she said she gave her gratitude and joy practices credit for helping to pull her out of where she was. She expressed gratitude for the smallest little things, a sandwich found in a dumpster. And over time, it pulled her back to living somewhat of a normal life. Yeah. And that's the thing. We we take we take for granted and it's it's not i'm not shaming anybody or or guilting anybody with this we do take for granted the things that we have or the things that we think we should have when my husband broke his ankle he it was never a thought that to be able to use both your feet to be able to walk normally to be able to whatever for his situation you didn't realize, you know, to be grateful that you have that capability, that you have that gratitude is about looking at the bigger picture. Right. And it's, it's not looking at right now in this moment, I'm struggling. No, right now in this moment, I'm struggling, but bigger picture, this is going to teach me how not to struggle. This is going to teach me how to better be a better version of myself. This is going to teach me how to, you know, be, not so picky, right? If, you know, my kids, oh, I won't eat that. I don't like it. Well, if you were homeless, you would have to, right? You wouldn't have a choice. You would eat what you Absolutely. Right? And people, that's gratitude. It's understanding the bigger picture that, you know, I have this. I'm lucky to have this. I'm lucky to be able to host the show. I'm lucky to be able to have this office to, wear the clothes that I'm, that I'm wearing and be able to use my voice to help others. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we, as we do try to express gratitude, we do forget the everyday things that we do take for granted. And even things like our, our eyesight and our hearing and, and things like that, um, you know, the, the, those are things some people don't have. Mm-hmm. And there was a time I actually got poison in my eyes. It was from a plant I was pulling and I didn't know it was poisonous. And I must have rubbed my eyes with my hands, you know, while I was doing this. And I was quickly losing my vision. And that's a scary thought to think you're not going to be able to see And I fixated my eyes on a picture of the grandchildren because that's what I wanted instilled in my brain if I was going to lose my vision. Well, as it turned out with medicine and doctors and all, it it all turned out okay. And, And, you know, my eyesight is good today. But 
when you start to lose something, you realize how valuable it is to you and you no longer take that for granted. You don't know what you've got until it's gone. Yes, absolutely. You're right. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Universal lesson, right? There are so many, I call them the golden rules. And there are so many things that I absolutely adore. And that is treat others the way you want to be treated. Yes. And, you know, don't take for granted the things that one day you may not have. Yes, because you don't know. Life changes in a moment and you hear that and you never really think about it until something happens close to you or your family or someone you care about. And you realize then how fast things did change. Ooh, you just made me realize there are four guarantees in life. I'm going to write that down right now. So I okay. always say there are three guarantees in life, and that is taxes, death, and negativity. But the other guarantee that we have in life is this moment. Yes. We are guaranteed this moment. That's it. But not the next one. Not the next. So yeah, no, gratitude is absolutely and utterly important. And I think that using it healthily, um, is that even a word? <laughs> using it healthily um, and, and knowing the difference between using it as a crutch or using it as a healthy tool, um, that, will, that will make a huge difference. So just to recap that, when you're using joy or gratitude to pull you out of a moment and it becomes an addiction and you're not actually processing what it is that you're feeling or what's going on, that is unhealthy gratitude and joy. Um, healthy is being grateful, looking at the bigger picture, knowing that, you know, today is a right now is a gift that you are grateful to be experiencing, whether it's good or bad, you know, um, it's not going to last. So, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Hmm. So I guess today, you know, as, as, as we sort of come to the end of our time, you know, what I would like to say to your listeners is that I want to challenge people to go out into the world, just shine your light and share your joy, you know, open your heart, and let others see the goodness in you. And that may just be what the other person needs to see that day. You know, our joy is like a candle and we can share that. It doesn't diminish our joy, but it may just pick somebody up from where they're at and give them a moment of joy. Absolutely. And remember, nobody can diminish your joy. Your joy is your own. You own it. You control it. And yes, don't yes. let anybody take it away. Yes, we are the master of our own joy. Yep, absolutely. Is that a title for a new book? <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe. That's good. It does. Mastering your joy. I like that. All right. So, well, thank you so much, Louise, for joining me today. I really have loved this topic. Well, I have enjoyed being here and sharing and chatting with you today also. Sounds great. All right. If anybody would like to reach out to either myself or jo or Louise, I was going to call you Joy there for a second. <laughs> a lot of people do. <laughs> Joy, 
Um, go and take a look. Uh, links in the description of this episode. Our sponsor today, of course, is a Phoenix Identity. Go and check them out. Sign up for a clarity session. Um, if you're interested in the Embrace Your Positivity Guide, let me know and I will um, send that to you as well. Uh, like, follow, and share the show. As always, sharing is caring. Spread some joy and help us make a difference in people's lives. A difference in people's lives by sharing the show. Checking out our episodes at justalivetv.com. Join our newsletter. If you would like to be a guest speaker or if you have a topic you want to see featured on the show, please make sure that you reach out to us. Justalivetv.com. I'm Melissa Host, your Crutchler. Melissa Kretschler, your host. Oh my goodness, that was a tongue teaser there. Melissa Kretschler, your host. I will see all of you on the next episode. Bye. Bye now.